Welcome. You are listening to the Mindful Minute, meditations created for everyday joy. I'm Meryl Arnett, mama, meditator, and head of mindfulness for Shoreline Meditation App. This podcast is recorded from my live Monday night meditation class, where we have a brief discussion followed by a 20-minute guided meditation. If these meditations support you and your practice, please consider donating to the show to support its continued growth, new offerings, and its ever-expanding team. You can find the link in today's show notes or simply visit merylarnett.com and click on podcast. All right, y'all, let's practice. Well, hello, hello, my friends. Welcome. Thank you for tuning in today. As you may know by now, all month long, I am celebrating the five-year anniversary of this podcast. I have been smiling at the memories of the first few recordings I did, the first interview I did, hey, that BA in broadcast news finally paid off, And I'm remembering so many of the lovely emails that I've received from you listeners all over the world. Thank you for listening and for being part of this community. And a huge thank you goes out to one of my sponsors, Mindful and Modern, for helping me to celebrate in a big way. Mindful and Modern makes beautiful, comfortable, and useful products for meditation. And in celebration of this anniversary, Mindful and Modern is giving away a full meditation set to one lucky winner. A meditation set includes a large Zabuton cushion. This is to pad our shins and our feet, and a Zafu cushion that we sit on to support our hips and our thighs. Mindful and Modern believes that nobody gets extra points for needlessly suffering. Meditation should be comfortable, relaxing, and accessible to all of us, regardless of flexibility. And let's be real, there's no way to experience the full benefit of meditation if you're constantly irritated by a sore back, numb legs, or tight knees. You can win a full meditation set simply by sharing this podcast on social media, tag me at Meryl Arnett so that I know you did it, and every time you share, you're entered to win. The winner will be drawn at random on September 30th. Good luck, and thank you for sharing this podcast with others. All right, let's get into tonight's class. Okay. Hello. Happy Monday. I am really glad to get to continue our discussion on divisiveness this month. And, you know, I left last Monday's class feeling almost a bit undone, if that makes sense. Because sometimes I find, you know, we have 30 to 45 minutes together which is a beautiful amount of time to talk about the surface of something. And it's much harder to create, I think, the space or the container even to really go into a deep topic. And what we started talking about last week as we are looking at how do we sit in the middle of this moment when there it feels like so much discord, 
so much division and argument and struggle. How do we sit in the middle of that and talk about peace? It almost seems like not, not the right thing to be talking about. And as I sat and thought about it longer, I realized that what I was feeling was the same thing I feel when I study a Cohen. And so I wanted to start tonight just by addressing that, and then we're going to move into the second step of our discussion. So a Cohen, K-O-A-N, Cohen, it comes out of the Zen Buddhist tradition. And in that tradition, teachers would pose a question, a poem, a teaching story of some sort that on the surface makes almost no sense at all. And you hear it and it's an unanswerable question or an incomprehensible phrase. And at the same time when you hear it, there's some part of your brain that wakes up. There's some part of your brain that goes, Oh, I, I get that. And you almost even open your mouth to speak the truth that you just heard. And then there's no word there because you can't put into words the truth that you just understood to be so. Does that make sense? So it is a simultaneous knowing and not knowing. And I thought that that was a perfect way to look at what we're talking about when we talk about coming into the middle way. This is where we started our discussion last week is in this moment of division, one of the teachings that I lean into the most is called the middle way. And it says that it is somewhere between aversion and attachment that we find peace. It is in the present moment between all of the things that we disagree with, that we don't believe to be true or just or correct, and all of the things that we hold as truth with a capital T, with all of that happening in the same moment, there is a still point. And that is where peace is to be found. How could we describe that in a few beautiful sentences that make sense? when everything we know about how to move through the world invites us to solve the problem, to seek the resolution, to feel the period at the end of the sentence, to tie things off in a pretty package. And when we can't do that, we feel undone. We feel like, I couldn't just hand you this teaching and be like, don't you feel so much better now? Go forth and be peaceful. And so I was left feeling undone. But the truth of the matter is, the teaching is the teaching. And this moment is the moment. And we're invited to sit in it amidst all of the opposites. Amidst all of the paradox and questions and tensions that exist in any given moment, we're invited to sit in the center of that and seek stillness, peace, a sense of wide awake comfort. And so I found this quote. This was by an ancient teacher, Ajahn Semedo. And he wrote, 
Of course, we can always imagine more perfect conditions, how it should be ideally, how everyone else should behave. But it's not our task to create an ideal. It's our task to see how it is and to learn from the world as it is. For the awakening of the heart, conditions are always good enough. For the awakening of the heart, conditions are always good enough. And there's a piece of me that reads that and immediately goes, whoa, I am not willing to sit here and not do anything. I'm not willing to not engage and ask for and seek what I think should happen in the world we live in today. And there is a piece of me that takes a deep breath when I read that. Both of those things happen for me inside my body when I read that quote at the same time. Another way this is said often um, from meditation teachers is, in this moment, there's nothing to fix. And we can all say, no, that's not true. But I invite you to notice that also it's possible in this moment to say that that is true. That both of those elements can be contained in a single moment. And I'm not here to tell you how that feels or how we practice with that or look at that, but I'm inviting you to explore it as a question for you. Can both of those elements be true in the same moment? Here's a third way to look at it. This one I bet you all know. This is Rilke. Be patient towards all that is unsolved in your heart. And try to love the questions themselves like locked rooms and like books that are written in a very foreign tongue. I've taught this before as love the tangle. There's a million ways we can word this. But every single way is saying, sit down. There is no perfect answer. And there is no way to put a bow on this moment. It is just this moment. And it's somehow in here that we wake up and find peace. We're living or arriving or waking up to being at a crossroad where all the opinions meet. And the practice says, sit right here at the crossroad. Stop trying to pick the path and go down it. Just stop right here for a minute and take a breath. And in last week's class, I posited that the first step was courage. The first step was the courage to stop at the crossroad, to be there. And the second step I think now is to listen. Mark Nepo defines listening as to lean in softly with a willingness to be changed by what we hear. If we stop in this moment and we're willing to listen beyond all of the words that we say and all of the words that those we know say, 
and even all of the words that the media says around us and the books that we read say around us, all of the words that fill our moments, if we're willing to listen underneath all of that, what might we hear? What might we hear? And so this is going to be our practice tonight, is to pause at this crossroad. And that crossroad, that play of opposites, it might be happening inside you. It's definitely happening in the greater world. And our first step will be just to say, okay, it's okay to take any teaching. In fact, it's invited to take any teaching and hold it as a question. Is this true for me? How does this show up for me in my practice, right? The, the original teachings, they use the word ehipasako, meaning come and see for yourself. All the, all the teachers, Buddha himself would say this, right? Here I am telling you what I, in quotes, know <laughs> through my own learning, through my teachers, through my own practice. You don't have to believe it. But we can love the question. Right? We can lean in and listen. What comes up when I pause right here? in the crossroad of this present moment, and listen. So let's practice, let's find out, yes. Take a minute to move around, uncross your legs, cross them the other way perhaps. Let your hands fall to your lap. Let your eyes drift closed if you so choose, and if you prefer, you can always take a soft gaze towards the earth. And where each of us sits in this very moment, we take one breath together. We breathe in deeply through the nose. And we open up our mouth and we release a sigh. We'll just do this once more, inhaling deeply. Letting go of a sigh. And as you feel that next breath happen, you note all the persons sitting with you in this very moment also taking a breath. Maybe not in the same room, the same city, town, or even country. But together in this singular moment, we breathe. And as we do so, both individually and collectively, we silently say to ourselves, now is my time to meditate. Now is my time to meditate.
And as you let that intention be true for you, you invite yourself to sit down from the inside of your body out. Letting go in the very center of your being and noticing the way you can allow your seed and your thighs to let go more into the cushion or earth beneath you. The way you can let your belly be soft and round and easy to breathe. And you explore what it might feel like to let go from the center of your chest out. And you notice how it feels to breathe out across your shoulders. Letting breath soften the hard edges and the tension we hold there. Lengthen the back of our necks, lifting up the base of our skull just a touch. And from the very base of the skull all the way up and around the top of the head, you invite a sense of space. as if you could let go of the skin on top of the head. And as if you could let go of the muscle across the brow. Maybe even searching for that space between the brow bone and the brain. In the sense of space behind the eyes. In the sense of space between the right ear and the left ear. Let our awareness drop all the way down into the center of the chest. As you rest your attention at the center of the chest, you'll just begin to feel yourself breathing. Maybe it even feels as if you are breathing in and out of the center of the heart itself. 
There's nothing for you to force or shape. Simply your own easy breath in and out of the heart. This is the central point of our crossroads. In every present moment that we have. The play of opposites. The paradoxes and the discords, they all meet right here. The central point of the chest as we breathe in and we breathe out. And in today's practice, you could even imagine that you were seated right inside that heart center. We sit here and we breathe. And we let go of any need to seek resolution. We don't need more clarity. We don't need to understand. We simply invite ourselves to sit and open right here in the middle. Letting ourselves love each question, each disturbance or distraction, just as we would a locked door or a book written in a very foreign tongue. We sit and we breathe in silence here for about seven minutes. Staying seated and still. Staying open and relaxed. Right in the middle of the crossroads. the middle of the heart space.
Feeling this next breath. Feeling where it is that you sit in this particular moment. And as you feel ready, let your breath begin to deepen. A bit bigger of an inhale. A bit more of an exhale. And once again, you're invited just to let go of any need to seek a resolution. To seek a sudden sense of clarity or knowing. And rather simply allow yourself to stay right here for just another breath exactly as it is. When you feel ready, you might wiggle your fingers and your toes. Drawing your palms together in front of your heart like a prayer, bow your chin down. Taking a moment to honor where you sit and the way that you interact with the crossroads of each present moment. Let's just take one last breath in together. Let go of a sigh. Thank you guys. Big thanks to our sponsor, Mindful and Modern. Mindful and Modern offers a full range of accessories for seated meditation practice, including cushion sets, bamboo kneeling benches, and even chairs with extra back support. Visit mindfulandmodern.com and use code MINDFULMINUTE10 to save 10% off your next order. mindfulandmodern.com and use code MINDFULMINUTE10. Thanks for listening to The Mindful Minute. If you're enjoying these episodes, please consider leaving me a review wherever you get your podcast. It really helps others to find this show. To learn more about my live classes, virtual meditation retreats, my meditation app Shoreline, or to make a donation to the show, please visit MerylArnett.com. Thanks again. I'll see you next week.